the closer you're getting to retirement, the more you need to be in tune. So if you're five or 10 years from retirement, it's a bigger deal than it is if you're say 20 or 30 years away from retirement. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I wanna welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. You know, uh, Mark, uh, we talk about plans all the time, and uh, once you put together a plan, it's not just a, uh, a concrete thing. It, it requires rebalancing from time to time. Explain, if you would, what rebalancing your portfolio means and why it's so important. So basically what it is, in, the, in simple terms, if we have a portfolio, let's say you're a, you're a, a balanced investor, okay, which is it's a, it's typically 60% stocks, 40% bonds. And that could be used, you know, you can use individual stocks and bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, et cetera. But let's just say you have a 60% stock and 40% bond portfolio. Okay. So after a year's time, you know, one's going to do better than the other. Typically, stocks do better than bonds, but not always. Um, so let's say we had a good year in the market. And now let's say after a year's time, without doing any changes, now you have 70% in stocks because they've outperformed, which means there's only 30% in bonds. But the risk level that we've decided is the right fit is a 60-40. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do after that year's time is sell that 10% that's grown in the stocks and move that over to bonds to keep the 60-40. In simple terms, that's rebalancing. Yeah. In more complicated and technical, you know, we could look at small cap, large cap, value growth, international, different types of bonds, small, medium, lar- uh, longer term, treasuries, municipal, et cetera. So it can get a lot more technical, but I just kind of explained it in simple terms. But that's that's the gist of it. And the average person is not going to know all that and not going to know when to do it. But how often should you rebalance it? And how do you know when you need to do it? I'd say at a minimum, you should do it once a year. But with all the volatility and, and, and that we've seen over the last couple of years, which is probably not going to go anywhere with the access to trading people have, I think volatility is going to be here to stay. You know, with our clients, we do it on a consistent basis. We don't have a set schedule. We do it whenever it needs to be done, whenever things kind of get out of whack or if we've had a, a huge up or huge down day, we'll do it. But I think if you're doing it yourself, you should be doing it at least once a year. You know, obviously, if you do it every quarter or, or twice a year, that's better. So, but I think at a minimum, once a year is probably the least amount that you should be doing it. Okay. Is rebalancing different when you're younger compared to when you're older and getting closer and closer to retirement? Not necessarily, but I, I do think that if you're younger, you probably have more inequities. So if things get out of whack, you're not as susceptible to having issues versus somebody who's older and getting closer to retirement. You know, if, if that is creeping up, like in the example that we use, where now you have 70% in stocks, and let's say the market drops 50%, now you've lost you know, half of that money in there where you would have lost a lot less had you rebalanced. So um, the closer you're getting to retirement, the more you need to be in tune. So if you're five or 10 years from retirement, it's a bigger deal than it is if you're, say, 20 or 30 years away from retirement. Well, the question that just popped into my mind, and I'm sure a lot of other people may be thinking the same thing, are there any investment vehicles out there that rebalance automatically? Not necessarily. I mean, if you're in a mutual fund, it's typically going to be a, a fund, unless it's a it's a target date fund, which has a mixture of those. It's going to kind of rebalance automatically. 
Uh, I'm not a huge fan of those, but I think they're fine for people just starting off. So if you have a couple thousand dollars invested, I think that makes sense. You know, once you start to get, you know, $10,000 or so in your account, I think you're better off building your own portfolio with funds because you do pay extra to have the convenience of having one fund. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't really have a lot of customization. It is what it is. So I bet that's pretty much the only way it's going to get rebalanced. If you're buying individual stocks and bonds, et cetera, obviously no. If you're buying you know, individual mutual funds and individual ETFs, obviously they're not going to rebalance for you. We're talking about rebalancing your portfolio right now on Saving with Silverman. And Mark, uh, I know you've been doing this for a long time. Silverman and Associates has been around for a long time. For the folks who may be joining us for maybe the first time, how long have you been doing what you do? Great question. Um, I started, uh, actually, I started in college. Mm -hmm. um, I graduated college in 94, but I interned at a firm in the early 90s. Went to work for a brokerage firm right out of college, worked for a few banks. So I've been doing this 26 years just over. Um, but I've been on my own since 2008. Mm -hmm. So what is that? Uh, 13 years. Actually, I've spent half my career on my own now. Yeah. I, did, I just realized that. So you've certainly, uh, yeah, Sue, I always try and ask those probing questions, Mark, you know, to help you figure out more right. about yourself. I, I didn't even think about it until just now. Yeah. <laughs> so I, now I could say I've, I've spent uh, half my career on my own, half of it with working for other people. Yeah, that's great. And what I was all leading up to here is uh, the fact that you have certainly um, helped a lot of people over the years, and you've seen a lot of people come in uh, for the first visit. And uh, uh, tell us a story about someone out there whose portfolio had gone much too long without a rebalancing, and, and why they had gone so long, and, and what were the ramifications of all that? You know, I see it all the time. Typically, it's people that have maybe a 401k, and they've been doing it themselves for years, and they've had one of these transitions we've talked about. Maybe they're thinking about retiring, or they've taken a, a loss, or they're worried about the market, or the concern about the economy with the way the country's going, that sort of thing. So now they're reaching out because they don't feel comfortable doing it themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, you know, I've seen situations where somebody will come in with a 401k and I'll look at the allocation, I'll do their risk tolerance and understand what the risk is, and then we'll look at a model portfolio of what it should be, the mixture should be, and look at theirs, and it's totally out of whack. And I'll just, I'll, you know, not trying to point blame, but I'll just simply ask, you know, how did you come upon this, this allocation? How did you choose these? And, you know, a lot of times the answer is, well, somebody who sits next to me at work, you know, knows this stuff. In the, and when I first set this up, they told me what to do. And they haven't changed it since. So it's not even, it's, it's not even the same mixture of when they started because they've never rebalanced. Mm -hmm. And not to say a lot of times maybe they haven't lost money, but they would have earned a lot more had they been more active and, and more uh, proactive in looking at their allocation and updating the choices. And as companies are adding new choices, maybe taking those into consideration and updating the mixture of, of what they're doing and being, like I said, more proactive with their solution versus just they put it the set and forget it type of thing. It's not always a good way to go. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. 
Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. The show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman and Associates, an affiliated company.